Welcome to Murphy, Sam, and Jody. After the show, our podcast. Uh, guys, you know who my first ever boyfriend was mm. in life. Murphy knows. Eddie Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> well, well, yeah, I liked him, and but then the guy who looked like Eddie Rabbit. It's for, that, yes. then it became Rick Springfield. Thank you. I give all the cred to Rick for being the first love of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Although there was an Eddie Rabbit phase before I knew who Rick was. <laughs> like I wanted to sit on the porch swing. The Rabbit phase. I wanted to sit on the porch swing with Eddie Rabbit. I was a young girl and I loved him. And then Rick Springfield came along and I was like, Eddie who? Rick. Why the porch yeah. swing? I don't know because I was a country girl. Okay. Anyway. Not too many options, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've always loved Rick. I. Yeah. From the first time I heard him, and I actually heard the music before I saw him on General Hospital. Most girls my age, women my age, had the opposite experience. They were like, wow, who's that? Yeah. And then they heard, oh, he also has an album out, blah, blah, blah. I heard it first, and I loved the song, and I liked his voice. And then my friends were telling me, my friend Melanie and her sisters, Mandy and Michelle, and they were all like, you need to come see this dude, and this is the guy you're listening to. And I was like, Wow. He really lives up to the looks there. So Rick Springfield, he posted something on social media this week that I really want to share with you guys. About okay. Star Wars? No. He's a big Star Wars freak. I know that he is. Um, he posted a picture of the back of the Working Class Dog album, which was mm. his first successful album, the one that gave us Jesse's Girl. Um, he had albums before that, for sure. He had been trying to make it for years in the music business before that. So he posted on August 1st. Um, which was Sunday, <clears throat> Murphy. We were at the boat thing with our friends. He posted August 1st, 1981. Wow. This is oh, along with yeah. the album. I remember the day. It was actually nighttime. I was rehearsing in one of the Sound City rehearsal rooms and feeling pretty good. My TV show that I was on was doing really well. <clears throat> Plus, I had my first record on the charts after nine years of releasing records. We had a national tour lined up in out-of-the-way small towns and small theaters with a touring band. Suddenly, Joe and Tom Skeeter, the managers of Sound City, burst through the door with a bottle of champagne and a handful of plastic glasses and spoke the immortal, to me anyway, words, Jesse's girl has just gone number one. Hmm. It felt surreal. I'd waited for years for this 15 years. We hugged each other um, and slapped each other on the back as we discovered, as if we had just discovered alien life. I typically don't drink <laughs> champagne, but I did that night, and that was 40 years ago this very day. It changed everything for me. It became my life before Jesse's Girl and my life after Jesse's Girl. Before he launched wow. into Rocky Mountain Way for the 3,000th time, Joe Walsh once said, if I knew I was going to be playing this song for the rest of my life, I would have written a different song. <laughs> and Rick goes on, and I'm reading, but I'm damn proud of Jesse's Girl. It was an afternoon well spent writing that song. It's a true story, and it's got a good hook, and you can dance to it. <laughs> That's Rick. Anyway, he wraps this post up with, anyway, the 40th anniversary of anything only comes around once in a lifetime, so I thought I'd say hi to her. Love, Rick. Wow. Oh. What a great post. And I just thought it addressed cool so post. much about, you know, musicians who have that one thing they're known for. You know, he knows he's known for that, even though he has released hundreds of songs. You know, it's funny when you were reading that, I thought it was going to go in a different direction because August the 1st of that year was also. Oh, yeah, MTV. Same day MTV launched. 
Yeah. You know the story of, of Jesse's girl, the video Mm-mm. and MTV? I no. know it because of I because of Rick, my Rick thing. I read Rick's book, and I'm not going to quote it exactly because it's been a few years since I read that book. But it was also one of those just serendipitous things that happened. Okay, so in that year, there was some sort of fight, uh, famous boxers, and it was a famous knockout. Mm-hmm. And so the fight ended quicker can you help me with who that uh, might have maybe been maybe it had been muhammad ali and leon spinks or joe frazier and muhammad ali i don't, I don't remember know. i don't remember the name of the boxers but rick writes about it in the book that it was also serendipitous that his video got so much play because the fight was happening maybe it was pay-per-view i don't know what it was there was a fight on and you expect it to be an hour long or something like that and it was over in 10 minutes or something stupid because somebody got knocked out right. and so the network had to scramble and I don't know if it had to do with MTV or they scrambled and grabbed a music video because music videos were new and big at that time. Yeah. And what did they put on right after that dude got knocked out? Jesse's girl. No. With wow. the gorgeous Rick in his suit, taking his guitar and slamming it into the mirror. I've seen that video a few times. <laughs> anyway. The next thing you know. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's that's great. I think it's really cool. <laughs> that he honors that song that way because I know that that's frustrating for a lot of artists. There's yes. some that just, they get tired of the same song over and over, but he also understands that's the one that made him. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the one that really, you know, and so for him to honor that each time, I'm right. sure, I'm sure there are probably nights coaster. where he gets out to play that and, and you know, yeah, it just kind of, he's going through the motions. He's got, but, he's, look, that whole album, it's called Working Class Dog. The whole album is solid. I listen to it sometimes in the kitchen. I'll tell you know who to play the whole album. Or we have it on vinyl. Murphy yeah. bought it for me on vinyl. And it's just so solid and rock and early 80s rock. It's really tight and fast and all that. Yeah. The whole thing is great. Remember I told you earlier this week, too, he's going to be near here like next month. I know. I've seen him in concert many times. <laughs> he's it, It's rocks. He's loud and he plays live with a lot of energy. Yep. But anyway, I just wanted to share that with you guys because you know. A happy 40th to Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missed any part of the show? Get it all on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast.